because it we were we were doing improv for four years, but we have never seen any other improv show except <laughs> ours. So that's, my that's great. That's great. You were unsullied. You were you were like pure pure improv. <laughs> Welcome to Improv Interviews with Margot Escott a psychotherapist in Naples, Florida, who is using her 35 years of experience to develop improvisation programs, benefiting and improving the lives of those with emotional and physical challenges. Improv Interviews brings together the world's leading improvisational theater masters, founders and innovators who are using improvisation therapeutically in unique and surprising ways with great guests that include legends like Ed Asner and Aretha Sills. You're sure to learn something new about improvisation. This is Improv Interviews with your host, Margot Escott. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I'm Koray, Koray Tarhan. Uh, I do improvisational theater for 20 years. And I, uh, I was uh, graduated from Ankara University Theater Department. Yeah, that's great. Um, wonderful. 20 years. And have you studied improv abroad or mostly at where have you studied improv? <laughs> it's a uh, quite funny story. Uh, we, we were graduated from Ankara University Theater Department. And our last two years between uh, 99 and 2000, uh, there was a teacher, two teachers of ours. Uh, in the university, in drama class, they were running drama class, Kadir Cevik and Tulin Salam. And one of them uh, was uh, did his postgraduate uh, doctora uh, in Berlin. So he was aware about uh, improv. So he showed that technique to us and we loved it because our traditional theater uh, includes improvisational uh, principles and different kind of improvisation uh, techniques that they use, they still use in villages and there's a, uh, some other traditional improv uh, formats. So our genetically, our cultural genetics uh, has improv uh, a lot, uh, but it's not alive now, it's some touristical and cultural stuff. Uh, now most uh, in most of the uh, places in Turkey. And we loved improv. We loved uh, improvisational performance in front of the audience, uh, which made us really anxious at the beginning. But after one performance, one or two performances, <laughs> I loved personally. And we were talking too much with our teachers and let's found a group, an improv group, and let's start to make it in professionally in cafes, in bars or theaters and anywhere. Uh, and then we started to uh, work more uh, after the school. Uh, for three months, we uh, studied really hard with different uh, teachers, but we have never seen any other improvisational theater show. So we started to do theater sports between 2000 and 2003. We were in uh, Ankara and it was uh, officially started in improv uh, theater in Turkey with us. So we moved to Istanbul and we were invited to this great festival in Berlin, uh, Improv Berlin, 
uh, which uh, the Gorillas Theater was organizing and they still uh, organize it. And we went there, two of us. Now we are a couple, Zeynep and I, uh, in this uh, adventure. So we went to Berlin for 15 days uh, and we were amazed again because it we were we were doing improv for four years, but we have never seen any other improv show except <laughs> ours. So that's, my that's great. That's great. You were unsullied. You were you were like pure pure improv. <laughs> yes, yes. Without seeing any example, we did improv for four years. Uh, theater sports, short form. And uh, I was uh, uh, searching, I was researching about improv in libraries, in very slow and narrow internet in those years, you know. Uh, there were some couple of uh, short articles and I, uh, I uh, discovered that improv has a huge uh, stream and books and people and articles and techniques, exercises, formats. Uh, we went to Berlin and we experienced different kind of uh, improvisational stuff, uh, formats and workshops. We did musical, long form, physical. Uh, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Our we, we, we mind was blown up. And when we came back, we said uh, to uh, news, so our friends, one is good, one is bad, because we said that the bad news is the improv is not what we have done here for four years. <laughs> the good news is there are millions of things to do, uh, especially long form, because I love long form, creating stories, not just gags or jokes. And you are and you are a storyteller. I know that about you. You are yes. a storyteller. Yes. yes. And uh, we loved it, and we started to work harder. And then, unfortunately, uh, we separated with those guys that we started improv in Turkey, and we found another group, which uh, we are running now, uh, Istanbul Improv, and. Our aim was uh, creating long-form stories and combining Turkish, uh, actually Anatolian improvisational culture into the world uh, repertoire. And we did some workshops and some uh, different kind of uh, short-form games and uh, formats. And we presented in different uh, conferences and festivals which was uh, Berlin again, they, they invited us again, 2012, and we, we did our traditional improv uh, inspiration uh, shows. Uh, in Portland, we did uh, AIN conference in 2009. Uh, we ran uh, traditional uh, Turkish theater techniques into improv, and we created some games, you know, you know the coffee reading? Uh, Turkish coffee reading, the fortune teller. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You know, you, you drink your coffee and you close it when it gets cold. The fortune teller reads your coffee and then says the future. So we adapted it into a short form game with the audience. 
Yes, uh, I've seen it. It's lovely. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> before the before the end of uh, first half of our uh, short form uh, show, we order a coffee uh, to a volunteer, and they drink it and they close it after the intermission. Uh, Zeynep uh, uh, was reading. Come, let's uh, meet with Margot. Margot, please. Uh, yes. She is the fortune teller. Hello. <laughs> we did what we did together for 20 years. Wow, congratulations. That is wonderful. Thank you. And, Thank do you think you. improv is the glue that keeps you together or something else? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. It helps so much <laughs> about the relationship. It helps? It helps. Do you need so help? Much. Yes, of course I need <laughs> help. What a beautiful couple. And later on, we, we may do an improv scene. So I want you to come back for that, okay? Yeah, let's do improv together. Yes, why not? Okay. Why not? Okay. <laughs> improv okay. will help you. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so at the AIN conference, you started meeting some of the American and European improvisers. Yes, yes, many, many, many of them. And uh, I am a member of uh, Global Improvisation, uh, uh, Global Improvisers, Global Players Brigade, sorry. It, everything yes, is good yes. stuff. And Global Improvisation Initiative, we uh, joined the, the symposiums of them. And yeah, what, what I was talking about, the coffee game. She was reading the coffee uh, of uh, the cup of uh, the audience, and we were acting what she was uh, saying about the future of the audience. <laughs> so it was one of the uh, games that we adapted. And there is a song battle, traditional song battle, you know, the Saz uh, Balama, Turkish guitar, and there are troubadours in Turkey that they uh, sing improvisational songs. And they have some games, traditional games. They put a, a needle in between their uh, lips like this. And then they start to sing uh, after taking suggestions. So they cannot say B, P, M. You know, they cannot close their lips. And if they close it, it makes small blood here. <laughs> So it, it, it is, they, they, are, they are doing this hundreds of years. So we adapted it. That's what, I want to go back a little bit in your history, okay? Because okay. Istanbul is one of the largest cities in the world, okay? Yeah. And I want to go back, really back to your childhood, your family, uh -huh. what kind of family you grew up in, where you grew up, uh -huh. um, and uh, about your early years and your interest in the arts. So uh -huh. I'd like to know a little bit more about you and your oh, beautiful wife. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I am from Kars. It's uh, the city, the northeast city of uh, Turkey, which has the Armenia border. And my ancestors, uh, one of them is Kurdish and uh, Turkish, but uh, not the Anatolian Turkish, but Azerbaijanian. We have the dialect uh, similar to Azerbaijan, but uh, they call it Terekeme, Terekeme Karapapak. It's, it's, it's another uh, tribe, let's say, uh, a small, uh, not so small, but Caucasian, uh, one of the Caucasian tribes, uh, and the Kurdish one, my roots. So, uh, but I grew up in Istanbul, 
with all our relatives. I stayed three years. When I was three years old, uh, we moved to Istanbul because my father was doing his military service uh, during my childhood. So uh, he grew up here. He worked, uh, he, he migrated to Istanbul to find work when he was a teenager. And then uh, the story started at Istanbul when I was three years old, three and a half years old. So we graduated here. All the villagers, all our relatives started to come to Istanbul as a traditional uh, a general story in Turkey. So uh, I grew up in a leftist uh, people. My uh, uncles were uh, in leftist movement in 70s. So which uh, affect me uh, a lot, uh, socialists, revolutionaries, and uh, do you my... consider do you consider that a positive influence for you? Of course. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not sure we're on the same point. Go of ahead. Go course. ahead. Go ahead. Thank yes, God, my family is not a fascist. Right. <laughs> yeah, we just got rid of one over here. Um... Yeah. yeah, we have a big one. <laughs> so. Uh... It was uh, because um, my family was from a small village, but they were really open-minded. Uh, we were playing chess with my grandfather, which is not so normal, uh, not so usual. So uh, my father was playing Saz, uh, Balama, and I played, my uncles played. So during my childhood, our when our relatives visit us or we, if, when we go somewhere, somewhere's uh, house, uh, somebody's house as guests, we were uh, sitting like a huge circle and at least three or four people can could play Saz and everybody can sing. So uh, if we were 20 uh, people there, including children, Adults, women, men, doesn't matter. Uh, everyone starts to sing one song. If they are not uh, have this self-esteem, they if they not uh, uh, cannot uh, sing, uh, we want them to tell a story or a short joke so everybody can uh, be in the uh, circle. So my childhood was like this. And uh, yeah, during the school, uh, my childhood, I spent my childhood in 80s. So right after I started to school, right after the military coup. So it affects uh, a lot, uh, really. So, so the, there was a military coup in the 80s as well as 2016? Yes. There's been a, a lot of coups, I guess. Yes. And Yes. Yes. In seventy, Turkey has seen a lot of a lot of invasions and battles. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And you know the uh, conflict uh, at uh, west, uh, east uh, with the Kurdish issue. So nineties and twenties. So I studied theater. I decided to study theater. And then, yeah, I studied in Ankara. I stayed uh, in Ankara seven years. I uh, finished theater department and I work, I studied in Turkish literature for two years uh, for the master's degree. But again, I chose theater and I quit and I moved to Istanbul because all the theater market is here. And I do music also. I play some bunch of instruments and I make some uh, compositions. 
And strangely, two years ago, I got the, the best theater music uh, award. Oh, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. Friends. Oh my gosh, and, and I've, seen, I've seen pictures of the, the theaters in Istanbul and they're just uh -huh. so beautiful. I mean, the art and the architecture and such a luscious history. And you yeah. won an award, that is so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, for 20 years, I uh, we started the first improv group in Turkey in 2000. And then my another dream was uh, uh, starting the first Kurdish improv group in Turkey. So I did it in 2015, five years ago. Uh, we worked with uh, Kurdish actors, uh, which I, they have done uh theater in kurdish language for 25 years because before 20 uh, before 90s it was officially uh, uh, uh you, you couldn't it, it was forbidden it, it forbidden. was forbidden to talk into kurdish uh, but now it is sort of free or forbidden you know when you can have some problems if you talk in kurdish in somewhere but it's not officially forbidden now but it, it was a great experience because i don't know kurdish but i trained them for 15 days and i directed their show and let them to continue and then continued for one or two years and then uh, the municipality uh, uh, stopped doing theater because the official, not the elected men, put in jail. So somebody sent a pro-government, uh, you know, some guys, they, they just sent some guy to run the municipality, so they closed the theater. Uh -huh. So the project uh, finished. Uh, now, uh, Kurdish friends, they found a, a private theater. So they're continue. Oh, that's wonderful. So going cross, being able to do cross-cultural work in your own country, like we have here, Black Improv Alliance and other cu cultures that reach out to the yes. various uh, ethnic groups that we have. Um, uh -huh. But your country has seen a lot of suffering. Uh -huh. I mean, and the founding of the Ottoman Empire and all the history that's involved in Turkey fascinates me. Yes. And, and uh the the richness of it and uh yeah. just is fascinating to me so um so you really brought it now when you were going to conferences like ain in berlin you met a lot of the western european english people and i saw you did um a scene with gary schwartz did you ever work anymore yes. with gary or yeah yes, yes he's great yes. we love him we met in uh, different conferences, not just once or twice. We were uh -huh. just sometimes we saw each other twice a year, which is uh, really important for me. So I you learned started, a lot from him. It, yes, he's wonderful. He's so generous and kind. And did you work yes. with any other improvisers the audience might have heard of? Uh, actually, two months ago, we did an online improv performance with Colin Mohri. Yes. Yes. And yes, and the film Act Social is coming out. Did you know about that? Did you hear no. about the film? Oh my no. gosh. He's done a wonderful film. I'll have to send you the link to it, okay? Oh, and great. it's it's made by a fellow named Sean in the States. And I'm in the movie for uh 
Half a second. Um, <laughs> what was that experience like working with Colin? That must have been wonderful. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a really, really huge honor and fun for me. Oh, that's terrific! Yeah, he's a wonderful person, so kind. And yeah. the film is about all the ways that improv is being used around the country, whether in psychology or cultural influences. So that is mm -hmm. magnificent. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you worked with Colin Mackery. You've been I'm not, uh, not uh, working. Just we, we did a half an hour improv okay. performance on that's online. Working. Right, right. Yeah. That's, that's enough. That's enough. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> and there are there are, there are uh, so many uh, great improvisers that I uh, work with. Uh, one of them is Randy Wilson, and uh, Bay Theater Bats Improv and uh, Crumps from Canada. Stephen Lee and Lee White, and uh, who else? There are, there are many, many, many people. Uh, Armando Diaz, I, I, I took yes. a workshop, and uh, yeah. yeah, and many others. I don't know, but we, I have dozens of people in my mind now. I cannot yeah. put that list. And for us during the pandemic, we're, we're going to these wonderful workshops online that we maybe mm -hmm. couldn't have traveled to before. So it's really exciting too. Are you doing, taking advantage of a lot of different classes and workshops yourself? And uh, Yes, uh, I give workshops and also sometimes uh, Global Players Brigade, Marianne Rich uh, is there and we are connected and we run, uh, I helped her for a workshop, uh, we worked together. And I got some uh, workshops on online from AIN or Global Players Brigade. And we have a really good connection with uh, Mezrap Storytelling House uh, in Amsterdam with Sahan Saheb Divani and Marine Vissas in uh, Amsterdam and many other friends uh, from there. And I, we did sometimes uh, cooperations and they come here, we, we went there. And now um, we have a, a campaign as I uh, send you our, for our yes. Yes. And now Mezrap this week, uh, this weekend, uh, they organized a concert, uh, which all the income uh, they will send to our campaign. Uh, a Greg and another friend uh, from uh, Iran, I guess, uh, they are doing music for us. And uh, after a week, uh, Sahan Saheb Divani will do a storytelling uh, session wow. uh, show wow. for us, for Istanbul Impro. Uh, yeah. And so can people get, our, our podcast will come out in a few weeks. So mm -hmm. when is this event happening? uh in this two weeks in but, two weeks uh -huh. but if i go if i go to that page where people you start about the campaign or donation if uh -huh. we go to that page will we be able to get the link for the shows uh in it, it is in facebook i can uh, share with you later uh, okay. it's a it's a facebook event so uh i can share it but mezrap Mezrab, uh, the name of the uh, storytelling house, performance house, which is amazing. And uh, it will be terrific if they uh, follow it in Mezrab on or YouTube or fa Facebook. That is they fantastic. Yes, great that that job there. I can put the link out before the podcast comes out. So that would be terrific. So you, uh, 
when you found out you're, you know, and all improv is improv. I don't know what you were doing those four years before you made that discovery. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure it was wonderful. So when you, when you discovered all this massive information, did you start reading books like, you know, the UCB book and Keith mm-hmm. Johnstone and Viola Spall? And did you start avidly reading all of this stuff? Uh, as, as much as I can. As much as I can, of course, I, 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 I'm reading, I'm still reading and I'm trying to uh, put something into improv uh, uh, world, some ideas. I'm working uh, on uh, the, the connection between improv and politics or philosophy or science. Uh, I love to think about it because I wrote uh, an article on, I I made some presentations in different uh, conferences about, because the, uh, let's say it was the uh, similar times that Occupy uh, movements in Istanbul in 2013, uh, just like Occupy Wall Street, there were Occupy Gizi, there was a Gizi Park and Gizi Resistance. And I was there for 15 days and I, I started to think that the most beautiful improvisational performance is that Occupy movements because thousands of people are there for same purpose and they are improvising. There is no leader. There was no leader. Uh, Everybody was helping each other because uh, my personal history is the history of conflicts with different, you know, left, right, Islamic, secular, you know, Kurdish, Turkish. But in that part, in that era, everyone was together with the Muslims when they were doing their service, atheist people uh, surrounding them and, uh, you know, protecting them. (laughs) And uh, LGBT people were together with, you know, very conservative people and uh, nationalists were together with Kurdish people. So it was amazing, you know, it's, it was just, you know, there were no government and there were no assumptions uh, at the park. So it was, I smelled the freedom of uh, improv in real life. There were kids who were sleeping on the streets. They were addicted to drug addicts, but they stopped to use drugs because they felt that they were, we were talking with them and they were talking that I feel as if I am belonging something, so I don't need to use anything. So wow. it was amazing, you know, it was That's amazing. Incredible. You know, in Istanbul, uh, it's really hard to find vegan or vegetarian food because we, we have, uh, you know, uh, meats, you know, in our uh, cuisine. But there were free kitchens on the park, in the park, and one of them was vegan, and it was free. You know what? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> when my friends come to Istanbul, uh, some of them uh, sometimes are vegan or vegetarian. It was really tough to find uh, good food to feed them. You know, it was so uh, hard. But in, in the park, it was so just like heaven. But it's so beautiful and it's so important. I mean, if everybody in the world could take at least one class and to bring these, our, our country right now is so 
divided and there's such uh, really horrible, evil feelings towards both sides and to bring them together in a big improv group to get to understand people better because it provides that connection and that human connection that we're all human beings. We basically have some of the same wants and needs inside of us, but that's a tremendous story. I love hearing about that. How wonderful. And yeah. so in 2016, did that, imp- when that was going on in 2016, the, the attempted coup um, yeah. from somebody that lived in Pennsylvania in our country. So how uh, was that impacting your theater and what you were doing at the time? Yeah, it impacted all the country. Everything started to, uh, it still affects. And I am so confused about those coup who did it? Why did it? It is a little bit complicated now for me. I'm not sure what's going on now. So, so there's, there's been a lot of turmoil in your country, but your family life was very stable. You didn't have turmoil in your family, did you? I mean, sounds like no, you had a no, wonderful childhood no, no. in yep. good nurturing and music and, and inclusiveness that are all the things that we mm-hmm. look for. It's just brilliant. Now, have you traveled outside of Turkey much? You've been to Berlin. Where else have you traveled for improv? For improv, I've been in uh, Vienna, Amsterdam, Portland, New York, Los Angeles. Uh, No, not New York, uh, Chicago, sorry. And Beijing, uh, Ljubljana, Slovenia, and Tallinn, Estonia, Greece, Thessaloniki, Athens. uh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Belgrade. Where? Belgrade, Serbia. Oh my gosh. That's it. You must have quite a very and loaded London, passport. And London. In London. Now, yes. would you go, you were either performing or studying when you went to these other places? Uh, I went uh, for all of them for uh, conferences, both presenting and taking classes and performing and directing. Oh, that's beautiful. And um, what did you think of Chicago? When were you in Chicago? Uh, I've been there twice. One was in 2008 for, I stayed a month in the US and you will be uh, shocked because three weeks were in Cleveland, uh, one week in Chicago. Uh, (laughs) There was an art uh, for peace project we went there uh, 11 uh, artists uh, from turkey and there were art uh, uh, people there and we did workshops and cooperation for the marginalized youth uh, and there was a three possibility to go to choose a week i chose uh, chicago and i uh, stayed a week and then after two years in in 2010 uh, we went to their chicago improv festival we played there, we gave workshops, and Los Angeles Improv Revolution and GII Symposium in uh, University of California, Irvine and Chapman University in oh. 2018 or 17, Los Angeles. 17, 17. 17. yes. Wow, so I just spoke with a fellow from Beijing, an improviser named, um, Jiang Zeng, do you uh-huh. know him? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Have you now? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of Theater of the Oppressed, Augusto Boal? Um, I didn't do it, but uh, I took some uh, workshops, uh, inspiration you know, from uh, Boal, and but uh, we used some techniques of it. But I cannot say that I did the uh, Theater of the Oppressed. Because I think it's very relevant today in terms yes. of artists for peace and other things in terms of working with disadvantaged neighborhoods. Yes. Uh, people who are seen as less than in some societies <clears throat> to really help empower. Now tell us a little bit more about artists for peace. Uh, the project that we did. Yes. Uh, it's a, it was a, not just theater, it was music, body percussion and painting and different kind of uh, art, uh, uh, it was combined, uh, it was combination of the many works. And I uh, trained uh, uh, school kids for uh, four weeks and we did two improvisational shows with them. It took a month, but all the project was uh, took uh, a year. We went to the US and some people came here, some of our friends, musicians, actors, and dancers. And they uh, tried to know us, our uh, culture, and we they uh, introduced their culture to us. So it was like this. It was cooperation with CIP USA and some other foundations, Yoret in Istanbul, and the, and the, and the Culture of Ministries also supported in 2008. Well, it's so beautiful. And we talked about uh, different populations like scientists. And I guess you're familiar with Alan Alda's work with the scientists in Stony Brook, New York. Alan mm -hmm. Alda. Yes. Alan yes. Alda and working yes. with scientists and engineers and yes. using improv yes. with them. I mean, it's so fantastic. You are really high energy. I <laughs> love your energy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not sure who introduced us. It might've been Jay Suko, I'm not sure, but um, this is great. And you're teaching workshops online as well yourself. You're teaching mm. workshops online? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I, 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 I'm teaching now in two universities, different uh, modules in, it, uh, one of them is Boazici University, Bosphorus University. If you search uh, on Twitter, Bosporus University, there is a huge clash now because the dean of the university, uh, president uh, sent him there. He is not elected because of uh, that uh, all Turkey now, uh, everything is confused now. It's, it's streets and they are arresting students and scholars. And I was afraid that I couldn't manage to come here because Istanbul is now really terrorized. Everywhere is cup now. And the reason is the dean of the university is not elected and it's not he is not capable of to do this. He's just a, a pro-government uh, person. He is not capable. He, he, he's like a butcher, you know, just like this, you know, he, he, his thesis is uh, stolen, you know, he, he has oh no gosh. scientific work. He is just some guy. 
and he the, the university is one of the best university in Turkey. Oh, that's tragic, and that's that's frightening. Hmm? That's so many mm-hmm. people must be frightened now. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I'm I'm working for uh, my some of my workshops uh, were in that university. That's why that's why I just jumped to this topic. And uh-huh. yeah, I give workshops in that university in different uh, modules. It's about uh, performance history combined with uh, improvisation and uh, about improvisational um, uh, cinema, improvisation in cinema and how to do uh, cinema in improvisational techniques. And uh, the positive uh, dialogue uh, with improv Now, are, you, other... are you are you still with them because you said this fellow is really terrible this president of the university mm-hmm. but you're still teaching there are you still uh, teaching i'm not i don't know i have classes next month who knows what will happen it's horrible yeah any, so- anything can change in this country any moment like this because so- we, are, we are improvising our life You know, in Turkey, you cannot make plans for 20 years. In West, yes, you can do. I cannot make any plan for next five years or 10 years. Even one year. Even one year we cannot Yeah, right, do. right. So um, how is the pandemic affecting you and your wife and your, your friends and theater? The pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, there were almost no help from government. We just closed our t- stage. And uh, during the summer, it was a little bit open. And we did some uh, open air shows. Uh, our outcomes, it really, uh, we decreased all our expenses now. And uh, when we felt uh, exhausted, something good happened. One day, our audience, one of our audience, we just know him as an audience member. You know, we have never talked with him. You know, I mean, uh, just small talk. Uh, but uh, one day, three or four months, four months ago, four months ago, uh, when our friends were in the stage for doing something, they were working, and he came to the stage. Uh, there are some people like this. That's why I'm talking that story. And he knocks the door and he gets in and he says that, what are you doing here? Because I I used to come here with my family. We had great times here. And I was worried about you. You are doing amazing job here. And what are you doing? And our friend uh, t- tried to explain what everything is going on. And he wanted a bank account number from us, from our friend. And he says that I would like to support you. You should continue. This theater should stay alive. And he left. My friend told me, and he said that my friend uh, told him that he can buy uh, tickets, online tickets to support our theater. And we were waiting. In two days, he sent a, an amount for entire month uh, rent fee. And beautiful. I, that is beautiful. 
after one day uh, we we started to say no we have to continue we have to feel powerful we have to be strong it's hard it's hard but we are surrounded with great people in all over the world not just here but to to persevere and carry on and to have such love drop into your life and generosity that is so so powerful i uh i admire you so much i'm hoping that after we finish the podcast you might stay Uh around to do a scene with me and a friend of mine that would be really really fun um and what is what are some of the things that keep you going? Because you live in a world that you can't predict even what's going to happen next week or possibly tomorrow. And what yeah. is it that kind of keeps you going? What would you say that is? Uh, can you tell me again? Um, sound a little bit. What What gives you the spirit to, to persevere, to continue with your work and not to get down and depressed or have feelings like, you know, everything's going wrong. There's nothing. How do you maintain your positive attitude, I guess? Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, there is a really, really uh, dark and negative monster inside me. I don't let him go out. (laughs) Um, And I am a living organism. And as a primitive organism, I have to stay alive. I have to stay alive. This is my, this is my first uh, attitude. This is my first uh, reflex against life. And I have a beautiful daughter, which, which oh. is nine years old. So life goes on. Uh, and we have to be strong and move on. You know, that reminds me of the Beatles songs. Do you like the Beatles at all? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, dee, oh, blah, da, life goes on. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And I hope this is just the first of many podcasts that we get to do together, Corey. Thank you so much. And just thank hang you. around and we'll, we'll, we'll be right back, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Margot. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and look forward to you joining us next time on Improv Interviews with Margot Escott.